Okay, we're gonna get started today because there is a lot going on and our reality is coming at hyperspeed and I don't think a lot of people really understand the level of poverty, crime, and despair that Americans are about to face. We're gonna start first with this whole Section 8 debacle. Asar, go into Section 8. What's going on there? The problem with Section 8 right now is that a lot of landlords, apartments, no one wants to accept it anymore. And the biggest problem is the states don't have any laws prohibiting them from not accepting it. And this is a big problem. Imagine being told you have until the end of the month to get out of your home. That's what happened to one mother of six after the new owners of West Premier said they will no longer accept Section 8 vouchers. News Channel 5's Kimberly Davis spoke with that mom and has more on the issues those looking for housing through government assistance face. Kimberly. Vicki, that mother tells us it's been a difficult task explaining to her children why they have been moving from house to house after they were kicked out of the Premier West apartments. And now we're learning the number of landlords choosing to accept Section 8 vouchers is on the decline. I mean, it's hard. I ain't gonna lie, I do want to cry sometimes, but I gotta stay strong for my kids. Six children who call Laura Hardison mom are now watching her struggle to make ends meet all while trying to find them a new place to live after they were forced out of the Premier West Apartments in West Nashville. They never said that I can stay for extension or nothing. So now me and my kids are about to from place to place. In March, Hardison received a letter from Premier West stating that an affiliate with Covenant Capital Group purchased the property and would no longer accept Section 8 vouchers. It's not going very good. You know, some people there are not taking Section 8. And then when you see that someone said they take a section eight, they're not. But Hardison isn't the only one dealing with this problem. More and more landlords are deciding to no longer accept section eight vouchers. And MDHA says the problem keeps getting worse. We continue to add new landlords to the program, but the number of landlords that are leaving the program is larger than the number that is coming to the program. In 2010, there were 1,249 landlords accepting Section 8 vouchers. And in 2016, that number dropped to 993. That's about 50 landlords who choose to leave the program each year making it more difficult for people like Hardison to find a place to call home. They don't know exactly where they're going to lay their head at and, you know, what they're going to eat. I just don't think it's right for what they're doing to people. With. Now, once that Section 8 voucher is issued, those people have 120 days to find housing, and if they don't find it in that time limit, that voucher gets taken back and they get placed on a waiting list of more than 7,000 people. And that waiting list only opens every two years. The next opening will be this fall. The only state that I know of that's tackling the problem head on is California. Yes, and you're right. This is a gigantic problem. The only reason California is attacking is only because they got skid row of people on the street already. They've got, I think, at least over 5,000 people in L.A. County on Section 8 alone. Mm. They don't want an influx of people on the street of 5,000. Uh, they won't get anything done. Mm -mm. Um, this country literally behind that can turn to a third world country. Overnight. I just got a news report just now that just in Tampa Bay alone, 5,000 families need help. 
They don't know where they're going to go. They're in hotels. They're in cars. Mm. They're in tents. They don't know what they're going to do. I feel homeless. I feel out of place. My kids feel out of place because, you know, they've never been in this type of situation. Also tonight at 8 o'clock, one Valley woman who was forced to close down her business because of COVID says that she thought she had hit the jackpot when she was approved for Section 8 housing here in the Valley. But after more than two months of searching, she says right now it is nearly impossible to find a place to stay. Yeah, Kara Hay joins us now with ways the city is trying to help. Twyla Wright has been a self-employed hairstylist for 22 years. But when COVID hit, she had to stop taking clients. Despite her side hustles, making rent was becoming a struggle. So she was ecstatic when she was approved for Section 8 housing here in the Valley. I thought I hit the lottery. But soon she realized the cash prize was more like leftover pennies when she couldn't find a place to stay. Nobody wants to accept the voucher. Nowhere. At, um, I've called hundreds and hundreds of apartments. Wright says the places she's managed to find that accept the voucher are either at capacity or waitlisted until 2022. I'm devastated. I don't know my next step. Right now, Wright, her three children and two grandchildren are sleeping on air mattresses at a friend's house. I've called um, local offices to try to get assistance for rent and deposit assistance. But the lines, it, they said they're just flooded with people. They have so many people. They, they're not answering for weeks and weeks. And all these major markets, they're on the streets. In the rural towns, they're on the street hmm. because they raised the rent. All this happened once the Crip Keeper got in there. The, the devil off ghost robbing. Which we told Smoking them Joe Biden. Nobody listened. Now let's go back to Section 8, okay? For those of you who do not know what Section 8 is, Section 8 was basically a governmental program that helped low-income people be able to have affordable housing. So, for example, if the rent was $1,500 a month and you had a Section 8 voucher, you may only have only had to pay maybe seven, dollars $800 and the government will pay the rest. Well, this has been going on for decades. And remember, there were waiting lists in like every state. And... <laughs> Apparently now all of a sudden nobody wants to accept these vouchers because you got all these greedy investment groups who've taken over the rental market and they're trying to price everybody out by having astronomical rental rates, which we already know that's not sustainable. Why? Because people's incomes are not matching what these people are asking. Like some states have gone up by 20, 30 percent in one year. So you're talking about going from paying $700 a month to $1,200 a month. Now, to some people listening, that doesn't sound like a lot of money, but when you're on a fixed income, that's a lot of money. That's the difference between you being able to eat and keep the lights on and end up on the street. Yeah, some people can't afford a $50 increase. No. Some can afford $100, but no, none of these people can afford three dollars to $400 increase. Per month. From what I'm hearing. Mm -hmm. None of these middle class folks, the lower middle class, can afford anything over $50 to $100 a month increase. Yes, and I remember years ago when we tried to tell people to get off those systems, that the systems were going to fail. And they tricked a lot of females into getting rid of their husbands and getting rid of their spouses and going on Section 8 and getting all the free cheese that the government had to offer. And now they're on this stuff. Nobody will take the vouchers. 
and they're on the street or they're living with relatives or they're living in cars and this is just going to get worse this was a snippet of our real talk episode if you would like to hear the full episode in its entirety please visit our website at www.thegoldenrace.org or click the link in the description box below the best radio station in the world in the world is right here right now the golden race conscious radio for the conscious community